I would like to welcome y'all all back to the Chilling with Dylan podcast. Um, today we have somebody from Big Brother. He was a preacher, um, but developed a lot of fans very quickly. Um, it is Christian from Big Brother Twenty Three, Christian Birkenberger, and he is now a musician, um, an actor, a model still. Um, he appeared on an episode of Law and Order SVU a couple weeks ago. Um, so when we filmed this, it was before the episode came out, and obviously now it's a little bit after. Um, so that's why the timing might be a little off. Um, I hope you guys all enjoy the episode. All of my social medias are down below, Dylan.Deckard on TikTok and the Dylan Deckard on Twitter and Instagram. Um, I put all the Christian social media links down below as well. Uh, this is going to be the last episode before Thanksgiving. I'm not going to post one for Thanksgiving. So I hope you guys all have a great break. Um, and let's, without further ado, let's get into the Christian interview. Chilling with Dylan, chilling with Dylan. Good vibes and such an incredible feeling. The podcast that you need and want. Interviews with reality TV stars. Uh, so entertaining. Now you don't want to miss uh, Real as it gets, never know what to expect. Uh, got a rep jersey, I thought I told you. Yes, indeed. Every week, got a brand new poster while I'm hey, chilling with Dylan, chilling with Dylan. Hey, chilling with Dylan, chilling with Dylan. Let's go. Oh. The next guest on the Chilling with Dylan podcast we saw on Big Brother 23. He is now a singer and maybe an actor. We'll talk about later with Law and Order. It is Christian from Big Brother 23. Christian, how are you doing today? Thank you so much for being here. I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to come on and talk about what's going on with my life. Yeah, perfect. Um, So I do start all interviews off just with, um, let's be honest, let's call a spade a spade. The last couple of years have been rough, 2020, covid 2021 we're in 2022 now um been a rough couple of years you filmed a reality show in that time um so how have the last couple of years been before the show after the show just mentally for you um covid of course was i mean is terrible so it stopped a lot of especially with my work it stopped a lot of productions because i was in um I've always been an actor. I've been an actor for years. And so COVID actually shut down a lot of productions and a lot of filming and uh, it shut down major cities. So auditioning became more difficult. And uh, I actually then got into general contracting assistant, which is what I went on Big Brother kind of promoting more of what my career was. Um, but I've always been an actor. And so COVID made that difficult. So I had to pick up a side job, which was like I said, the general contractor's assistant. COVID was rough, um, specifically on my career. Thankfully, very blessed that I had no one that was directly um, affected as far as, you know, died from COVID, which, yeah. you know, I know there's a lot of people that were affected that way, which is terrible. So um, my, my biggest effect was really just in, you know, social situations like everyone and uh, my career. But Obviously, um, now things are changing, and as far as the industry goes, it actually he's coming inside. I swear. <laughs> as far as the industry goes, um, now things have gone to uh, self tapes instead of in person auditions, which actually has helped me out gratefully. So I think it's actually better off, and there were some positives that came out of it as far as my career goes. Definitely. Um, so when did you get into acting and like, that's your, I'm assuming aspiration and dream, um, is yeah, to just that's actually my full-time job. Okay. Yeah. Um, I've been, uh, I started as a model 
is actually where it's uh where yeah, it I know I knew you modeled. I knew that. I didn't know that acting was that serious for you. Yeah, yeah. Acting is it's kind of like modeling was just the step to acting. That's okay. that's could they kind of go together? Yeah. Uh, you know, you know have to know how you look on camera, how to work a camera, and then the words and and you know, the way you inflect certain lines kind of goes after that. So I've been modeling probably for I think since 2016. So a while now. And then that gradually transitioned from uh modeling with no lines, no movement, just still photos to um commercials where you're not necessarily the you're more supporting roles with no lines. So yeah. then you slowly the movement involved. And then now I'm at a point where I'm actually getting lines, which obviously that's the goal. I'm not the lead, but yeah, you know, we're gonna work to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, so can we talk about law and order really quick? Um, yes. So I'm actually going to drop this in two weeks. Cause I'm dropping Johnny Middlebrooks from the challenge next week. Um, but the episode comes out tomorrow for us, um, right. Thursday, November 3rd, if I remember correctly, um, yeah. you just talk about your, your, I guess, journey on that show and how that all came to be. Cause that's big time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was, I got chills when I booked that role. I got a, that call from my managers telling me that I booked it and God I was screaming. I was so excited, which I understand me reacting that way. makes it sound like, you know, this big role, but I've worked so hard to get here Yeah, and uh, it's not any major role, but I got five scenes, I think with four lines or four scenes with five lines, one of those. And all my lines are delivered to, obviously you guys know Ice-T, so all my lines are delivered to him. So it was definitely a very uh, surreal moment that kind of came full circle because I was finally, you know, it's been a lot of years of hard work and now it's starting to pay off. So Definitely. it's really nice to see that I'm doing this for a purpose and it's actually working. Mm-hmm. Do you think being on Big Brother helped or hurt your career? Because I assume it helped with just recognition you know, but I know a lot of people that were on reality TV that want to become actors are just kind of forced in the bubble of just reality TV stars, you know? Exactly. And that's what me and my team are very conscious of because that's the last thing we want to do. Um, reality TV has always been like a possibility for me mm-hmm. because I was considered before I got on Big Brother, I was considered for, um, I believe, four or five other shows that I was, um, I'm not saying I was going to get on or close to getting on but I had a response and was going through the interview process with so we always kind of saw reality tv me and my team as an in for exposure but the goal has always been um acting and so we did see this as an opportunity to get our uh get more exposure our name out there and to show people the talent that we have because it's kind of hard to do when you have nothing no one looking at you so yeah. this is definitely a beneficial thing for, um, for my career, definitely. And that's what we, we went into it thinking. Um, can you say what the four shows that you were almost considered for were? Yeah, my first show was Survivor, which is actually how I went on Big Brother because I never applied to Big Brother. Um, okay. I was scouted from my Survivor application and asked to go on Big Brother after that. So, of course, I'm going to say yes. I'm not going to turn down an opportunity. But um, Survivor was one. The Circle, I was supposed to be on season three. Uh, it fell through last second. I was actually an alternate going on to that one. Um, 12 Dates of Christmas, I was being considered for. 
uh, Love Island, because I flew out to um, Big Brother as an alternate. And I was told that if I didn't get on Big Brother as an alternate, then I could, if I wanted to, go on Love Island the same summer, just yeah. as one of the uh, the people that walked in later. Yeah. So I had, I had, I, I think that was it. But yeah, I think those four shows total that I was being considered for. So the opportunities were coming for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, out of those four shows, which one, besides Big Brother, like which one would you have liked to do? Oh, Survivor for sure. Like I said, I only got a Big Brother because of Survivor. Yeah. So that's like my true. Definitely. That, that's yeah, that's my love. I think you would kill Survivor, but I also think you would kill the Circle. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what? The Circle I really felt good about, and I I was told I was on the list for mm-hmm. season three, and I just don't really know what fell through with that. But you yeah. know, at some point, obviously, it's a whole puzzle piece. Uh, it's a whole puzzle of how things are cast and I just didn't you know fit I wasn't the right piece at the time which thankfully led me to big brother so all works out I would be terrible at the circle just being completely honest I think I would do okay big brother survivor the circle I'd be like the first one out really yeah I'm like would you play as yourself I would play as myself but I don't do that foo-foo the fool like Uh, nonsense I can't stand that so like I know I would not be I'd not be good at that game. Yeah, I call that the fluff. All yeah. the fluff in the text. Yeah, I'm actually very good at that. Very yeah, I feel like the text. fluff in Big Brother and Survivors like strategic, whereas the circle is just like to talk about like nonsense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I actually knew. Um, I don't know if you watched season one of the circle. Seabird. Yeah. Oh, you know him? Rebecca. Yeah, Yeah, I knew him before he went on The Circle. We were both acting at that point. We were both actors in Boston, and we worked on a set together. And then he went on that, and it blew my mind because I had no idea that's what he was planning on doing. Yeah. Then I went on set for Big Brother, what, two years? Yeah. Year and a half after? But, yeah, we knew each other before that. Yeah. I've interviewed some people from The Circle. It's just a different vibe, you know, like being stuck in a room by yourself with a computer screen. Yeah, it's like you have to be able to self-entertain. That has to be oh, hundred percent. Um, so I want to get into music. Um, you dropped a song two-ish weeks ago, one week ago. Yeah, I think it was like two and a half now. Yeah, um, called for you. So if you could just bring yeah. us through that, because that's something I also didn't know. Um, you were interested in like I like I said, I knew the modeling, but the acting and the music I wasn't that aware of. Yeah, so um, the the song, I'm not going to lie, I also wasn't aware of. Uh, singing has never been on my radar, unlike acting, which has always been the goal. Singing yeah. came out of nowhere. Um, I, I remember being in high school and I would write little, this would be, this would be considered like my form of doodling. I would write a few lyrics down and like hum a melody and it actually lead me sometimes to getting in trouble because of course that's distracting yeah. to the class, but that was my form of doodling. And I never realized, you know, I, I never saw those lyrics or, saw, or heard the melody and was like, this is going to be what I want to do. I don't like, I'm going to be a musician one day. That was never my thought. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, it, it, the song, of course, is a love slash breakup song, which, which is about my showman's Alyssa. And uh, when I wrote the song, it was kind of more just a healing mechanism. And then I sang it for my manager because it was his idea to, to write my feelings out. And, um, you know, manager, my manager did what managers do, which is, he's like, listen, this is good. 
Yeah. I know I represent you, so I'm not just going to gas you up for no reason. This is good, and I have the team, and I have the right people to make this a real song. And it's up to you whether or not you want to take this route. I know, you know, being a musician wasn't really, you know, on your bingo card, but I said, let's go for it because I'm not going to say no to any opportunity that we see beneficial. So now we're uh, now we're in the music industry, which is a whole beast of itself. Yeah, um, I'll play a little clip um somewhere this so you guys can hear a little bit of it um awesome. i do want to talk about Alyssa, um and then you had melinda star in um the music video i don't know if you you probably don't remember but i met you before at the new york city big brother premiere party oh wait i do remember i remember you saying you had the podcast yeah yes. yeah, yeah yeah so i, I think we we're talking upstairs because downstairs we mobbed oh yeah um, so we went upstairs, but my upstairs was mobbed too, to be honest. But anyway, for sure. Yeah, it was definitely packed. So I met you there and I met Melinda there. Um, is that how you guys became close? Yeah, um, that's the day people, I met Melinda. So I have listener questions that I usually get to the, at the end, but one of them was about Melinda and how you guys met because she's from Two Out to Handle, which is a Netflix property, and right. you're from Brother, which is a CBS property. Yeah. I knew you guys hung out at the party because I talked to both of you, but I didn't know like how you guys met and how close you guys have became friends. Yeah. <laughs> so that is the night we met. The night okay. I, I met you is the night I met Melinda. Um, she just happened to be there, uh -huh. and uh, it was just innocent. Um, communication that led yeah I and mean, she's from a show too out to handle which is very flirtatious and has yeah. a lot of sexual parts to the show and I got into a showmance on my show so clearly I'm not a stranger to you know yeah. that kind of activity so we we hit it off it was very um it was just very innocent flirting and from that day on we just stay in contact I, we, we hang out a lot um but as far as official title um there's nothing yet uh, just friends <laughs> nothing yet that's just and very friends. close friends yeah okay um so i had another listener question asked if the song was about Alyssa, why didn't Alyssa star in the video because it seems like you guys are on pretty good terms yeah yeah um i mean Alyssa. so um Alyssa number one is just that's not her even, okay. i did ask her i believe but I don't think I even needed to ask her because I'm pretty sure she said, I told her I was doing a music video and she said that I'm not doing it because <laughs> not that she doesn't support me or anything. She, she actually told me later on, she's like, yeah, I watched the music video of you and Melinda. It's absolutely beautiful. But she was cracking up because she's like, that could never be me. I would never do that. And she's, she's right. And it's just not, you wouldn't hire someone to do an actress job, whereas Melinda is in that industry. So it was easy for her to do. And, yeah. uh, our chemistry was real at that, you know, when we filmed the video and it would have been different with Alyssa there. It just, it wouldn't have captured the, uh, the mean, the message of, of the song accurately yeah. like it did. Yeah. Do you have, I know you said you, your acting's number one priority, but do you have plans for new songs, new music, or is this yeah. just like one hit type of vibe? No, 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 absolutely not. I have long-term plans. Um, I, I kind of consider my career and so does my manager. Um, we kind of consider my career as most similar to like JLo, as far as she is the singing, she has the acting. Um, 
it's, you know, obviously I'm not going to, I'm not trying to say I compare myself to JLo because I'm not there yet, yeah. but I'm saying long-term, that's where I see my career going. I definitely want to have my feet in, in both uh, parts of the industry. And yes, I have a whole nother song written already. It's already over to my producer. Okay. Um, starting to mix the track to it. We got to hop in the studio. There's a long process that goes into yeah. it, but there is another song coming. Um, without saying too much, this song is about somebody. It's somebody else. It's not about Alyssa. And it is upbeat. This thing is, I mean, we do not have the track set to it yet, but mm -hmm. as far as how I wrote it, this is an up-tempo dance mix. This one is a completely different vibe than For You because that's obviously more of a head swaying in yeah, your yeah. feels type of song. So I'm, I'm yeah. very excited about this one because it's different from what I wrote the first time. Okay. And do we know who this song is about or is there, are they not? You do, you do know who the person is, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna disclose it yet. Okay. Nah, okay. we'll wait, we'll wait, we'll wait. All right, sounds good. Um, I do want to ask, um, obviously, when people think of Big Brother nowadays, they think of the challenge or going back on Big Brother or Survivor, you know, the reality TV family. Um, do you have aspirations to stay on reality TV at all and do acting and singing? Um, would you go on Big Brother again? I got a lot of questions if you would do the challenge USA or the challenge on MTV. Um, so what are your reality TV plans? So I would never turn... I would never turn down any opportunity without thinking long and hard about what it could lead to. So okay. I can't say now if I would turn down or immediately say yes to anything because I keep my opportunities open. That's how I led me to writing a song. That's I never considered that, but it took me to where, where yeah. I was ready to say yes to that. So I would never decline an offer off the bat. Obviously, Survivor is the show I'm very um, passionate about. That's how I got on Big Brother. But um, I, would, I would have a hard time saying no to Survivor. I'm not going to lie. I would also have a hard time saying no to the challenge, both MTV and the challenge. But my biggest problem today is that I've worked hard the past year since the show ended. I've worked hard to, to show everybody that I'm not just a reality TV star. I want to be much bigger than that, which is I want to be taken seriously in the entertainment industry as either or both a singer and an actor. So if we're thinking long-term, then I need to think about if a show is going to help me with the long-term goal or hold me back. Mm -hmm. And I know the challenge, because most of my interviews are with people from the challenge, um, to be honest, like Car Maria West, they film for like four months. Like it's like a long chunk of time right. where they're gone you know wherever they go to film yeah so it's more than exactly it's more than just um how how i'm viewed yeah. um i understand accepting something like that like i said is more than just a perception that i'm associated with with reality tv which sometimes is hard to get out of but it's also just time away from uh, it's time away from where i could be perfecting my craft so that's four months of me telling my agency to put me on hold. So no auditions for four months, no vocal training for four months, no acting classes for four months. That's that's time that can be dedicated to a, a bigger long-term uh, career and aspiration than a few months of something that, like I said, it would be hard for me to say no because all of those things I would 
absolutely love to do and have fun doing, mm -hmm. but I have to think long-term when accepting jobs now. Definitely. Definitely. Um, yeah, I think so. CT and Jordan, they both act. I think Jordan was on the blacklist. CT had a movie. They both like take time out, you know, yeah. where some people will go season, season, season and do like five in a row. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So you gotta, you gotta really um, figure that out. I have a game that I play with everybody. Um, it's just called first impressions. I want to just ask you six or seven people. And I want you to tell me your first impression when you first met them, if you're down. Yeah, I'm ready. Right. First one I have, we kind of talked about her already, but Alyssa. Alyssa, immediately when I walked in the house, uh -huh. um, I knew I was in trouble because I said before the interview, uh, I said back at my house, I said, I'm going to try and avoid a showmance, but I know myself, it's probably going to happen. The yeah. second I saw Alyssa, I knew that was, that was the person I was going to have a showmance, <laughs> which would ultimately happen most likely yeah, hinder my gameplay, yeah. which is exactly what it did. So immediate attraction. Okay. The next one, uh, he ended up winning the whole season, Xavier. My boy, my boy X. Yeah, that's my guy. Um, my first impressions of him was uptight because of how he was dressed. Yeah. But actually, no, uptight's the wrong word. Professional. Because I was going to say uptight, but he could let go, which is obviously the opposite. So professional, but I knew he had like a fun side to him. So that's something I wanted on my team. And I prefer with me than against me. Definitely. Um, the next one, he was gone pretty quickly. Frenchie. Frenchie. Oh, my gosh. All right. The second I shook his hand, and if Frenchie, you're listening to this, you're a really good guy. I do love you. But the second I shook his hand, I knew there was going to be a problem and not to trust him. Really? Uh, it, literally the second I shook his hand because it was, it was at that moment, he didn't give me any time of day. It was high. I was like, oh, God. I knew. I was like, yeah. he's going to target me quick and it was just from a simple handshake where i knew i had to beware yeah i met Frenchie. i think we were in nashville and he was like so chill so calm and you watch him on tv and it's just like a mess yeah yeah and that's all thing like you get in you're in a situation that's going to push you to be not necessarily the person you are outside yeah. of that situation and so you know it's nothing personal everyone kind of left things in the house but it's just like I knew when I literally, I, when I shook his hand, I was like, he, he wants me out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, the next one is America's favorite player, Tiffany. Tiff. Yeah. She was like my mom in the house. I, she hates when I say that because she says it ages her, but I look to her that way. Um, I talked to her about everything and we had our moments where she would braid my hair. I'm sure you guys saw it. She would do my hair all the time, which uh, everyone really looked over, which was so smart because yeah. um everyone thinks that's such an innocent moment but she would braid my hair and, and when she's braiding my hair she's very close to my ear where she could kind of tell me things in plain yeah. sight without people questioning it so first thing about her was uh definitely like a motherly figure i saw caring warm loving which that's is cool. odd because i tried to hug her right when i walked down the stairs she's yeah. the only person from my cast who didn't hug me immediately and so i did think i was like am i in trouble but we talked about it. She's like, oh my gosh, it was just like a million things going on. You yeah. don't even, it, it's hard to wrap around your head. It's hard. You can't judge people off. It's really hard to judge people off your first impressions and you shouldn't yeah. because yeah. in that situation, it's different. Um, so I've interviewed some people from your cast. Mm -hmm. I've talked to Derek about this. Um, first impression meeting Derek Frazier. I, everybody says the first thing it was the sweat pouring out his face. 
So first impression meeting Derek Frazier. Oh, man, he was drenched. My boy was sweaty. He he was, I'm not trying to call him out, but he, he <laughs> grabbed one of the towels from outside um, that I'm sure were more for like, you know, when we're, when we have our outside time by the pool and everything, he was using that as like a sweat rag and he brought it in the house and he was still using it. Like up until 45 minutes later, we're like, damn, like, yeah, it was hot, but like, I didn't, we didn't think it was that hot. Yeah. First impression was sweaty men, but it's he, me and him hit it off the bat immediately. I remember analyzing the, uh, the memory wall with him. Yeah, we were, we were describing each person. We were exactly on point. So, yeah, we hit it off immediately. I just knew he was a really caring person. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one I have is Derek X. DX. DX. We had such a rocky start. Um, we actually met before walking in the house. And, and when I say meet, I mean, it was a glance and yeah. uh, a word or two exchange, which you're not supposed to do. I understood the rules. I didn't say anything back to him. So maybe that's why he got a bad vibe for me. But he was like, I think he said something about uh, he loved my shoes or I was wearing these cool shoes. He, he complimented me, but yeah. I knew you weren't supposed to communicate. So I just, you know, I didn't respond. Um, and we walked in the house and he linked with Travis very, very quickly. Yeah. And at that point I was like, Travis and me are very similar as far as archetype cast. Yeah. I was like, you don't need two of us. You don't need two of us. And so I was like, it's him or me. He picked him, which means if you're not with me, you're against me, you know? Yeah, definitely. Um, the last one I have is one of my favorite people in the world, Hannah Chatta. Hannah. Oh, man. Wow. Why? I'm struggling to think about my very first impression of her. She, she has, she's very sarcastic, which is just her sense of humor. It's, it's the way she is. So I do not remember my first impression, if I'm being honest, but I, I'm too sensitive sometimes. So I guarantee her just being her, you know, fun Hannah self. I'm sure that I took something the wrong way. And yeah. uh, I took, I took her sarcasm as like a little dig, which this is just an assumption because we got along very well um we had our little moments in the bathroom we would always brush our teeth at the same time randomly where we would discuss gameplay and stuff like that and she's someone that I definitely went to for advice which thinking now maybe I shouldn't have but uh yeah I love Hannah I think my first impression most likely was probably um probably negative only because of her her attitude which I just know is her fun loving way okay um, so you were kind of a comp beast, quote unquote, your season. I think you had two vetoes and HOH and then like one of those wild card things. Yeah. Um, if I'm wrong, feel free to correct me. But was that your strategy going into it? Did you know, obviously, like winning comps early would get you targeted? We had Michael on Big Brother 24 who broke the power veto record. And, you know, once that double eviction came, they took him out real quick. Yep. Um, so did you know going into that, that was going to be a hard thing for you to like throw competitions or I knew it was going to be hard. Yeah. I knew, I knew I was going to be good at these competitions. Um, it's kind of hard to say that now, you know, I say I'm a comp piece now, but you know, the cookout existed. So yeah. who knows if the cookout didn't exist, if what the outcome would be, because like they, they threw competitions. Um, 
Mm-hmm. They had the safety to do that. I didn't. Uh, my going into it though, no, I was told by many people, um, you can't be a comp beast. You have to not win competitions. And every single one said the same thing. They said, you can't do this, that, 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 that to win competitions. And then they all said, but if it is a team season, you got to protect your team. The second, which I don't know what made me think this or what vibe I got before I walked in the house. I I just, I knew it was going to be a team thing. I just had the most gut feeling ever. And, um, with the second it become a uh, team thing, that's when I was like, all right, game on, game on. And so I was ready to, I was ready to compete to protect my team. And of course, you know, have my own safety. I just figured after the teams ended, I would still have, you know, my, uh, my team was still on my back, which they did, but yeah, uh, it's, it was a tough season, man. <laughs> it was Definitely. a tough season. Definitely. Um, I'm assuming the showman to the list that didn't help your case Either I believe you guys got caught making out on the HOH bed, if I remember correctly. Um, so we've seen showmances get to the end. Big Brother 21, we saw Jackson, Mickey, and Holly um, get all the way to the end. We've also seen them flame out and go out real early. Um, what was your thoughts when that happened? Because you said you didn't want to showmance, but it, it obviously happened. So you guys got caught, like what was going through your head? Did you try to become a power couple? Did you try to hide it more? Like what was your process through that situation? Yeah, we decided to just keep it under wraps. Um, thankfully we got caught by the one person, both her and I trusted the most, which was X. Yeah. Um, X had no reason to expose our showmance because he was part of the cookout, you know, why yeah. expose us when, you know, it's not going to matter in the end, you know, you might as well keep that might as well keep your word in that sense of keeping that secret with us. Uh, it definitely made him trust. It made us trust him more, which, you know, ultimately benefited him because we were like, can we trust him? Can we not? I was like, well, he has his blackmail over us and no one knows. So we must be able to trust him. He yeah. X played a perfect game. X played an absolutely perfect game. And, uh, yeah, we just decided to keep it under wraps. Um, I think if I was a bigger Big Brother fan, I would have been able to fight my urge more to get into a showmance. But um, considering the level of Big Brother fan I was prior to it, I went in with the mindset, I'm here for a good time. Yeah. Not necessarily a long time. And I don't regret it. I had the most fun experience I could have. Sure, I wish I lasted one more week uh at least to get to jury but it is what it is i don't have any regrets um so i don't have that many questions about like gameplay and stuff like that but i do want to ask just because a lot of listeners put this question in the box to ask you um you got sent home by dx um like his hoh reign but you had the hoh reign right before him and decided to take out whitney when whitney told you Derek X, take him out. It's your time. Do it. And then one week later, he's the one that takes you out. Um, Any regrets? Like, I don't know how to word the question, but. Right, right. So if I did what I wanted, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I would have taken out DX. Um, At that point, me and DX did have a truce. Okay. It went one way, obviously. But we had a truce. And what people seem to forget is, because I don't know how, how 
how well it was shown, you become brainwashed in, in the house, especially with an alliance like the cookout. Like, we're talking about the most successful alliance in Big Brother history. Mm-hmm. And, and that question gets asked me a lot too. Like, why didn't you uh, take out DX? It's like, I, I mean, you get brainwashed. You have six different people telling you all the same thing. What You think I'm going to question six sources that all say the same? It, it's yeah, it's tough. They it, It's a brainwash. And that's why it was such a successful alliance. But if I did what I wanted to, what my gut was, then yeah, 100% would have, um, I would have taken out DX. But they were smart enough to know the one person that I would listen to. Uh, the whole cookout could tell me whatever they wanted. I wouldn't, I still wouldn't have listened. So it, it didn't matter, but they were smart enough to know that I needed to hear Alyssa tell me. And that's what happened. They got Alyssa to tell me what they were saying. Mm-hmm. After that, it was a wrap. I mean, that was my day one. That was the person I went to for everything and trusted full heartedly. So the second they got into Alyssa's head, I mean, it was game over. Yeah. Um, so I want to talk about pre-jury. Um, so you leave and go back home are able to watch this show. Um, is that like a surreal experience for you yeah. being able to watch it with the fans on Twitter, Instagram, whatever your favorite platform is? Yeah, it's it's honestly, it's a little gross is the feeling that I would describe it. Like those are my friends. Uh, I feel a little like something's off about it. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm going home especially when I turn on my TV, you know, there's a time change. I live in Connecticut. So when I wake up in the morning, turn my TV on and I'm TV on and I'm watching all my friends sleep. I'm like, this is disgusting. I'm, I feel so wrong, so wrong for doing that, but it's just part of the show. Um, It is odd because these are all people, you know, and you have actual relationships with, but they're shown in a way where it's TV. So it's like, these are celebrities and they're also your friends. And they're, especially with X and Alyssa who are communicating with me while I'm outside the house, very odd experience. But um, my, my biggest, probably the word to describe it for me would just be kind of just gross. It was, it was weird. Like I didn't want to see them. I wanted to be there with them. Mm-hmm, definitely. Um, so I want to talk about mental health again, just a little bit really quick. You left the house during pre-jury. Um, and I'm sure you had people that loved and supported you, but there's also people that, you know, trolls and hate you. And you now have all these followers on Instagram. People know who you are. Um, how was that process like, like leaving the house, being secluded for, you know, weeks and then having all these people like have an opinion, uh, have an opinion of you and be willing to share it. Yeah. So, um, I have to say, I, I'm so blessed that I have the support that I have because truthfully, I can't even remember any hate comments that I got. Maybe I've gotten 10 total within the last like year that I've gone off the show. Like, and I mean, sure, comments, there's more, but it's always the same, like four people. And that doesn't phase me. So I've been so blessed to have the support that I have, but I will say I, I was so conscious um, of the person I was betraying and the words that came out of my mouth on live TV, because there's no, you know, you can't edit that out. You don't have a say. And so what people saw of me on TV was exactly what I wanted people to see. And now that we're outside of the show, I'm not saying that 
that wasn't me because it was. But outside the show, I'm so excited and happy that I'm able to show more of what I of who I am because I was being your first time on reality TV. You don't know if people are going to accept you for what you show. So you're just so conscious. Um, now I'm outside. I could kind of just be myself and my numbers have grown even more. So now it's like being outside has been great, but being inside, I definitely had to be uh, conscious of it. Definitely. Um, so talking about that, I have seen, again, I, I'm not gonna name any names. I'm not asking you to name any names here, but have seen some reality stars that basically think they are the president of the United States. Oh God. Like their, their shit doesn't stink. Right. Um, I've seen it firsthand. I'm not going to name any people. I'm not asking you to name any people, but coming off of reality TV, I mean, you have a background in modeling now music. You were just on law and order. Um, mm -hmm. You've been with famous people, quote unquote celebrities, whether that be reality stars or not. Have you seen the need for validation from Instagram followers and, you know, brand deals and all this other stuff and the difference between those type of people and the genuine, you know, people that are just yeah. there? It's crazy. Um, it, it's crazy how I'm able to analyze um, a post now and realize what's fake about it and what's real about it today. It, it's very sad that there's so much fake things that are posted on social media to just get, you know, instant validation and recognition for your own achievements. Um, and it's hard to, it's hard to not compare yourself. Sometimes I'm even finding myself, I'm like, I, it, I'm wondering why I didn't get a certain opportunity that someone else got, which is terrible because I know we're not even in the same path. So it's like, these people are going on more reality TV shows. Why didn't I get the opportunity? Well, why why are you jealous you don't want that mm -hmm. you want to be an actor and a singer so it, it's hard to not compare yourself but it's crazy the signs that i notice now in people that are just seeking instant validation it's oh man it's ridiculous because it's so blatant to me mm -hmm. but you don't notice until you kind of see it firsthand as a follower before i went on reality tv I didn't notice. I missed all these signs. And now I'm noticing all these things. And, oh, man, it's cringy sometimes. The things people will do for just a little validation. And it's like, if that's what you look forward to at the end of the day, it's just sad. You need a bigger, a bigger. Uh, yeah, goal. definitely. Um, so Zach Rantz was on Big Brother 16 in 2014, I want to say. Yeah. Uh, he He did like a whole deep dive and talked about mental health leaving and how that year after Big Brother 16, he felt on top of the world. But then when Big Brother 17 came out, there was a new group of people and all the attention went to them. And it kind of left him feeling, I don't want to say used, I forget the exact word he used, but basically like- A little he, empty. Yeah, empty. Um, have you felt that with the new Big Brother 24 coming out? Um, just because it's, you know, season by season, this show is 16 new people every year. Right. Um, no, not at all. I'm so, I didn't feel at all, thankfully, because I know that's tough to go through. Um, and, and, and I'm referring to when the new cast came out is what I'm speaking about. Cause I did feel that, um, I did feel that probably immediately once, uh, the jury got out, okay. you know, I was pre-jury. I was hot at that point because I was part of the, 
what, four other people that could be reached to hear about the people that couldn't be reached. So at that point, yeah, I was probably the person that had the most attention at the time because I was the only person that could get reached, uh, that could be communicated with. Then once everybody left, I mean, I didn't really matter anymore because there were much bigger people that were, you know, sought after for information, which was the entire rest of the cast that was in jury the whole time. And so that's when I got like, wow, like kind of a reality check. Um, but thankfully, the last year has been so good for me as far as uh, auditions and new representation for uh, TV and film reps, which is, of course, like I said a million times, what I'm really working for. And then the song coming out, which the song coming out to me is so big because not only did I just have a song come out, it's it's what led up to it. So all those feelings of feeling empty when the new cast came out, I didn't have time for that. I had to I had to get into the studio a few more times. I had to finish writing the lyrics. I had to finish explaining what I wanted in this melody. I had to work on my voice. I had to take acting classes. That whole year of what could have been me being down on myself, I utilized to you know, create something. So I didn't have time for all that. On top of the fact that it's like, I didn't watch this new season of Big Brother. And that's probably a major reason why I didn't feel that because I do know these people now. I've reached out to a lot of them, but I do know these people now, but I don't feel the jealousy or anything because I'm on a different path. No, I get it. Definitely. Um, I do want to ask if you, I'm assuming you watched the episodes when you got evicted on Big Brother 23. Did you go back and watch yourself on the show? Yeah, I've watched, um, I believe every episode except for, I think one, um, which was like a finale episode, but I've seen my, all of my, uh, I've seen all of my episodes. You kind of, you definitely have to see and study yourself um, to learn about yourself. Yeah, I just, I know people that will not go back and watch themselves. I interviewed Indy a couple of days ago from Big Brother 24 and she's like, I'm not watching it. It's mm. not happening. I was so intrigued from, yeah. uh, from an acting standpoint. I was so intrigued about, my reactions, my natural reactions to situations. So I used it as a learning experience. I was like, okay, you just found out something surprising. This is how you reacted naturally in the moment. And it's captured on camera. There's a scene where you need to be surprised, bring that energy back in. I'm able to put myself back in those shoes and get that reaction out. So I'm so grateful that all of this was captured on camera because I have hours and hours and hours of footage that I can study to use in my advantage for any situation that I want. I mean, I quite literally went through every emotion while being filmed. Yeah. Um, so I had a couple of listener questions, listeners ask about past seasons of Big Brother and Survivor and reality shows. Um, so you said Survivor's your show and they wanted to know just like favorite seasons, favorite former players for Survivor or Big Brother. So I believe my favorite season is is the season that I found out later. Um, I got far enough in the casting process to where uh, it was it was Jeff that made the final decision. Okay, uh, I went on and off, and um, I got far enough in the process to where that was the final deciding. I don't know why um, I wasn't picked, but I think 
I did the math and I realized that I would have been on like one of the most legendary seasons of Survivor, which was David and Goliath, which is just a fantastic season. Great yeah. season. And um, uh, one of my favorite players, though, I don't believe was actually on that season. Uh, no, he wasn't. Um, Ozzy. I love Ozzy. Ozzy was such a good competitor. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, Ozzy. Uh, there's a lot of good ones, though. But Ozzy's, uh, Malcolm's cool, too. I, I know I'm picking all these guys with long, curly hair. Yeah. Ozzy, Malcolm. But these guys are all great competitors. Um, and, uh, yeah, the season I probably would have – the season that I auditioned for that I got – put through the process was was David and Goliath yeah that would have been a really I'm assuming you would have been a um, Goliath I don't know man I don't know I, I'm wondering too I, I think honestly that's probably why I didn't get cast because nothing about me spoke to either of them yeah I, I believe I think maybe a different time I think today if I were cast I think today I would be cast as a Goliath but this was I'm not sure how long ago that was but that was a few years ago yeah. I don't I don't think I gave off Goliath vibes. I think I may have been closer to David. Makes sense. Yeah, I, I, that's a good point that sometimes people just don't fit the cast. or the That's theme. what it is, that people can't take it personal. Like, yeah. I, I'm not dissing Jeff. I don't want anything. I'm not yeah, talking yeah. about you, Jeff. It's just I understand casting process is puzzle pieces that fit into one shape. If I, if I was a bad piece, I didn't fit in the mold then throw me out you know and that's what happened I got thrown out but I got thrown to uh big brother I can't complain everything happens for a reason mm -hmm. um so I want to play just another game um and then I'm going to get to just try to knock off as many of these listener questions as I can cool um just to wrap up so the game is this or that and I just want to give you two options and just what do you prefer um so I want to start off with the first one I've always been starting off with New York or LA New York oh thank you <laughs> i'm not meant for la man i'm oh not God. everybody's been saying la and it's so frustrating. <sighs> i'm in new york almost a few times a week man yeah i'm, I'm, from, from, I'm from jersey so i'm like right in between new york and philly ah okay yeah i'm i live in south carolina now but that's where i grew up gotcha gotcha uh tv or movies movies okay survivor or the amazing race survivor hot weather or cold weather cold dude i get too sweaty i get oh too sweaty God. and okay it depends how extreme we're talking hot versus cold i guess hot because i just i would never have my shirt on but if we're talking hot versus like i'm happy at 60 i'm happy at high 50s that i'm good with that no that, that leads into the next one can you rank winter spring summer fall fall Oh my, fall's number one? Dude, fall, like, I just explained the temperature. That's fall all day. Plus, fall vibes? Come on. I, you cannot beat fall vibes. Pumpkin, Halloween, oh. It's such a hot take, but I hate the fall. Really? Spring's number one. What is spring? Okay, you know what? Spring, it's like the same spring. weather, but, like, spring's going into summer, whereas fall's going into winter. You're right. I was just going to say spring would probably be my number two because it is the same weather. Yeah. So, okay, well, we got fall, spring. Uh, yeah, I guess winter would be last, though. Um, summer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Call or text? FaceTime. Oh, all right. Yeah. Yeah, wow. come on. I got to see you. You got to <laughs> see me. Got it. Um, 
And then one second. Breakfast, lunch, or dinner, rank them. Oh, breakfast. Although I don't eat, if we're talking food, I eat bre- breakfast food at lunchtime. Okay. So breakfast, I don't even eat lunch, honestly. So breakfast, lunch dinner, either. lunch. Yeah. <laughs> Dinner's number one for me. I what is lunch? Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Um, and then there's one more really quick. Um, this was a listener one, but I know what you're going to say. Um, actor or singer? Actor. Yeah, I figured. I just thought I'd throw that in there. Um, I want to say thanks for doing this. I just have a couple of listener questions really yeah. quick to pop off. Um, some of them are, you know, about your career. Some of them are just totally random. Okay, we'll cool. start with a totally random one. Um, somebody wants to know favorite vacation spot that you've never been to, like your dream vacation. Ooh, never been to. Um, I really want to go to either Bora Bora or Bali. Like I, I love tropical. That's that's my vibe. Okay. Um, so I was gonna ask this earlier when we talked about acting, but somebody sent it in, so I thought I'd just ask it here. What kind of actor does he want to be? Do you want to be a comedy drama? Like what's your your niche if you could pick one? Yeah, yeah. Uh I just, I like it's hard to describe. So I would say like a very serious actor, like as far as roles that I, I would love to. I want to have like a psycho killer role. That would be a great one. Um, a spy, like a secret agent role. Okay. And then Spider-Man. Those are like my top three roles. You said Spider-Man? So, yeah. Yeah. See, Those I are my top three roles. I, I had another hot take for you. I hate Spider-Man. <gasps> yeah. Really? Okay. Hold I on. I think it's the most that. overrated superhero. Oh. I'm like team Batman all the way. All right. Hold on. Batman. Before... My favorite movie is yeah. either dark knight it was okay hold on, hold on the dark knight not rises yeah right? the trilogy with, right with joker with no no yeah oh no, no with uh Keith yeah that's, that's that's rise that's the dark that's knight rises. okay yeah, yeah yeah let me google it hold on let me google it really quick because now i'm confused it is the dark knight the dark knight rises and then what's what's the one with bane no the first one is batman begins then it's the Dark Knight. Then it's the Dark Knight Rises. So Dark Knight. The Dark Heath Knight. Ledger's in the Dark Knight. Yeah. The Dark Knight. Oh, that kind of acting. Heath Ledger, incredible. I also love the movie It. I think Pennywise, incredible actor. But like I say, yeah, uh, superhero, Spider-Man. Come on, don't knock Spider-Man. And then a secret agent. So none of my roles are comedic, I would say. But uh, I've done a lot of comedic live performances. Uh, live, it's essentially I've done like it's pretty similar to SNL a few times and uh, I loved it. So truthfully, this doesn't really answer a question, but everything, I'm not going to limit myself. I want to do it all. Would you do, we kind of already talked about this, but somebody wants to know if you would do big brother, second chances, another season of big brother. That would be a long conversation slash argument with my manager, because it's something that I want. I would, have a hard time saying no to but my manager definitely doesn't want me to do because of course we want to focus on my career so i can un- i cannot unfortunately answer that because i don't have an answer it would be a discussion. definitely get it the last one i just want to ask they want to know all right this is a good one somebody wants to know what's your career goal your dream like what is that one thing you want to say i've accomplished yeah um man wow uh I tend to not try and think too long-term because it's discouraging sometimes. Yeah. Um, 
I would like to have a role. I would have a, I would like to have a line in a movie that is improv, something that I came like, there's so many iconic, the most iconic lines from movies are unscripted and they're just happy accidents that people end up quoting for years and years and years. I would feel so honored if I had a line that just came off my dome Mm -hmm. that people just said forever. And it was, it was a line associated with me and my character. So I just a one-liner that that's attached to me forever. That would be very iconic and something I would feel accomplished about, but even that seems too small. I want to, I want to be a very successful actor that motivates other people to want to be active actors, like the people that I look up to, like Heath Ledger is a big one for me. So I just want to motivate others uh, to follow their dreams, just like I did. Definitely. Love it. Um, I want to give you this time, anything you want to shout out, any last words you have, where we can find you on social media, just your time to shine. Yeah. So most, uh, I think mostly all my social media, TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter, everything is pretty much under Christian Birkenberger. Uh, so you could find me. I mean, it's a pretty uncommon name. So yeah. <laughs> searching, searching Christian Birkenberger, you'll make sure to, uh, you'll, you'll find me. Um, and then I want to say, look, look for the new song, um, or the song that's out now for you by me, of course, uh, new song is on the way and for you remix. It's going to be like a club remix. There's actually going to be a for you club remix coming shortly. There's actually a lot of things we're planning to do with the song that's already out. And like I said, more is coming. So please just for all those who uh, have already supported me, continue to support me because this is really just the beginning. I'm only 24. A lot more is coming. Definitely. Love to hear it. Um, I want to say thanks so much for coming on. Love it. Thank you so much. It was nice seeing you again. I was going to say seeing you again. Definitely. Definitely. Have a good one. You too. Chillin' with Dylan, chillin' with Dylan Good vibes and such an incredible feeling The podcast that you need and want Interviews with reality TV stars uh, So entertaining, now you don't wanna miss uh, Real as it gets, never know what to expect uh, Got a rep jersey, I thought I told ya Yes indeed, every week got a brand new poster While I'm, hey, chillin' with Dylan, chillin' with Dylan Hey, chillin' with Dylan, chillin' with Dylan Let's go!